pays. Ye have sown much and bring in little. Ye eat, but ye have not, not enough. You drink, but ye are not filled with drink. You clothe you, but there is none warm. And he that earneth wages, earneth wages to put into a bag with holes. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you again for this day. Thank you for the blessings of it. Thank you for those that have come out this morning. Lord, I pray that you'll bless them. I pray that you'll uh, take care of them. We pray for these that, Lord, that uh, pray for Sister Katie and and the baby and Bailey and those uh, tomorrow. Maybe maybe it'll be tomorrow. I don't know. Maybe Tuesday. Lord, I just pray that you'll bless them and take care of them and watch over them. And then, Lord, I pray the, for Brother Gary as he starts his new job tomorrow. And I know after all these years, I wouldn't know how to start a new job, but uh, we pray that the Lord will see fit to bless him. Take care of us, Lord, and go with us as we preach this message, Lord. Help us to preach a message that you've laid on our hearts. Help us to remember the things that we need to remember. Help us to watch out Watch out for the things we need to watch out for. For it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you. you may be seated. <clears throat> of course, you know what the title of my message is. Only, only it says in here, consider your ways. The title of my message is to consider our ways. <clears throat> and... Maybe I, maybe I should ask you now, how many of you really sat down and, and, and I guess you can see, uh, take note of uh, what your ways are and, and how, how, your, how does your ways affect other people and such. And, uh, and he gives it out here about the ways of those people uh, the ways of the ones that Haggai was prophesying to, they didn't do anything. They, 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 they did not do anything. I've, all, I've often said that, uh, you know, that uh, uh, I remember some time back there was a plastic bag that had blown out there in the yard. And uh, I said, well, somebody will pick that up. Well, they didn't. I said, uh, the, next, the next day I came here, I said, well, somebody will pick that up, but they didn't. And after about two weeks of that bag laying out there, uh, I finally went out there and picked it up. But uh, this, is, this is what Haggai is referring to here, that we need to consider our ways. We need to consider our thoughts and what it is that we care about what it is that uh, we should be doing that we're not doing. Now, all of us need to stop for a moment and consider our ways. Has it come to, it, has it come to this? It's my way and no, nobody else's. It's the way, it's the way I want to do things. I, I don't want anybody saying anything to me about the way I do things. Uh, and uh, it's nothing else. 
there's nothing else that that can be done, but that's not true. What kind of life are we living for the Lord? The prophet Haggai stated, Now therefore, thus saith the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. In verse 5, in verse 7, I've always been taught that if, if something is said twice in the Bible, then it needs to be looked at. Uh, you know, usually everybody says, I've, I've heard it all my days as a, as a Lord, one of the Lord's preachers, that, uh, that we, we don't, uh, that, you know, you listen and, and you, you, you go and you just let stuff just fly by you. And and go on and uh, and and don't take note of of what's going on, or don't take note of how much damage people do when they consider their they don't consider their own ways, and maybe consider other folks' ways. This judgment is for a thoughtless, dilatory, and procrastinating people. The reason I say that is is because they. Uh, They've been on these people for years. Matter of fact, almost 70 years. They've been on them about getting started on the house of the Lord, getting it built. And, and Haggai prophesied to them, and he said, uh, you haven't started it yet. You haven't gathered the wood. You haven't done anything to start building the house of God. And so they just let it go. Or some people, some people says they were renovating. They they were they were doing some renovation on the house of God, but uh, they just they just let it go. They let it go. It didn't make any difference what it looked like. They didn't make any difference what it was. They just let it go, and and forgot about it. <clears throat> we need to hear this. As we, I'm sorry, we need to hear this as coming to ourselves. You know, what, what, what do we do? Is there, is there not a tendency in us to be a little dilatory in our ways toward the Lord? You know, we, 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 we get sometimes, way. this is my way, this is the way I'm going to do it. No matter difference what anybody says to me, it's going to be the same. I'm, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to do no more than, than, than what I want to do. And we need to consider our ways in relation to God's cause. Well, what is God's cause? What, what would God have us to do? You know, it's not just come on Wednesday nights and sit in the pews. And, and that's good. That's good that everybody does. That's good. Everybody does that. That's great. But that's not everything that God has us to do. You know, we're... We're, we're, we've got other things that are going that's, that's God's cause. You know, we, we talk about fellowship. We talk about some of these things. You know, we, uh, I, I, th I would love, I would love to start back Sunday school. But as, as I sit here every Sunday morning, I watch and see people can't get here at 11 o'clock. How are you going to get them here at 10 o'clock? You know, it's, uh, it's really, it's really something to think about. 
you know, what, what do you do? That, that's an hour earlier. That's, a, that's an hour less sleep that we have and, uh, and such. So we need to consider our ways in relationship in, in the relation to God's cause. Haggai states the people say, and here's what the people say. The people say the time has not come yet. We're not ready. The time has not come to us to, to go and do what we need to do. The time has not come to us that I added it to us. The time the Lord's house should be built. That, that, that hadn't entered our mind. That hadn't entered our thought process. It hadn't, come, it hadn't come to our mind what needs to be done. And it's a wonderful thing. You know, I was, uh, I was blessed with, we, we, had a, we had a guy come here, I don't know, it's been some time back, and he said, uh, y'all really need to do some work on your uh, flower beds and things. He said, at one, he said one time they looked pretty. But he said, they don't look that good right now. Well, thank for being to God, somebody did do that. Somebody did take time to, to take care of that. And I'm thankful they did. And so uh, that's things like that. But, but the people was telling, uh, the, the prophet said, it's not ready. we're not ready yet. We're not ready to do. We're not ready to renovate the house of God or build the house of God. We're not ready yet. We're not ready to do that. How ready are we at times to, to postpone the Lord's work to do what we have in mind to do our own thing? How many times do we do that? How many times do we, do we ignore the Lord's work to do our own thing? You know, it, it, it's one thing. I, sometimes I, I, I like to do my own thing, but... But you're going to get to do that. Uh, somebody, Rhonda always says to me, she says, well, can't you just not do that today? No, yes, i got to do it. I have to do it. I have to. Uh, one of the fellows that drinks coffee, when well, we ain't got but one now that comes and drinks coffee, he said, why you work on a sermon when you've got all these up here on the shelf? I said, well, that's just what I have to do. And, uh, you know, it, it'd be very easy for me to just get down one of those sermons I preached 15, 20 years ago and preach it again. Wouldn't have to do a thing but do that, but uh, every sermon I preach is, is new. It's, it's always new. Uh, I've heard preachers say when you invite to a Bible conference, they, they, they'll say, well, won't you just preach one of your, your, your old messages? Well, I don't do that either. I always prepare a brand new message for the Bible conference. And same way here, there's no, I don't preach a message again. I preach them. Uh, I, I prepare new messages, and I'm thankful that I'm able to do that. But I, I could very easily say, "Well, Lord, I, I don't want to do that this week. I don't want to do that. I want to do my own thing. I don't want to do. I don't want to do what." The list says that I need to do every day. I've got a list in there of what I do, what I need to do every day. And uh, so maybe I can just go not do that. 
I do appreciate those who will step out on their own and do what needs to be done. Many feel they should consecrate their lives to God, but the time has not come yet. I'm, I'm not ready. The time has not come yet for me to, to consecrate myself to God and be used of Him. The time to do God's work is ever-present, is, is an ever-present opportunity. It's an opportunity. It's a privilege. It's a privilege to do uh, God's work. That's just like when somebody asks me to preach a funeral. You know, that's, that's honor. That's honor when somebody asks you to preach, when somebody asks a preacher to preach a funeral. That's honor. And, and that's, a, that's a wonderful thing. Even though I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm pretty shaky anymore. Uh, I have to watch where I walk. Have to watch what I take because I'm afraid I'm going to fall. But, but the fact is, you know, it's an honor when people ask you to do things. We, we're very happy. Most people are very happy with the life they've chosen. The life they've chosen to do. Haggai says, "It is time for you." O ye to dwell in your sealed houses, and this house that is the Lord's house lie waste. Lord's house, there, there's things that, that need to be done. That that uh, if if somebody don't step out and do them, uh, I'm thankful. You know, my lights wouldn't come on in my study. I think when somebody went out there and worked on that light right outside the door there. Now my lights come on fine. I'm, I'm thankful. I'm thankful they fixed that light out there because it made my lights come on. I don't know why, why the reason is, but my lights come on fine now. It's wonderful. You, you don't realize how much, how many things you can, you can do if you just stop sometime and think about what needs to be done to the Lord's house. You know, the Lord's house will go, 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 go it'll, it'll go to the dogs if if you don't keep it up. It'll go to the dogs. Are we so content that we have our fine houses of which the Lord has prospered us to have? You wouldn't have a you wouldn't have a nice place to live. The Lord didn't give it to you. None of you here would. You you'd say, well, I worked hard for that. No, you wouldn't have it if the Lord didn't want you to have it. Lord wouldn't have it if he didn't give it to you. Sure, he gave it to you. But he also gave you, the Bible says he seats those in his church as he sees fit. He puts them in here for a reason. Every one of us have a job to do. We have some, We have things to do right here in the Lord's house. There are a lot of things that, that needs to be done. And so we, we need to do those things. So, But we're pretty content with the way our life goes. We... The Lord, the Lord's house lies in ruins sometimes. It is nothing to those who pass by and see things that need to be done, and then they let them go. It's not. It's not. I'm not. I, let somebody else do that. Let somebody else do it. You know. But that's that's the way. That's the way a lot of us are. You know. We just let somebody else do it. It was Jesus who said. But seek ye first the kingdom of God. That's the first thing we should do. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and, all, and, and his righteousness. And all these, and I, I, I added here other things, should be added unto us. 
She says, Seek ye the kingdom of God first. And he said, All the rest of these things will be added to you. You know, consider our ways. That's what Jesus is saying. Consider our ways and, and be sure that we seek the Lord first. We are very happy with things with which we have been prospered. We love things which we've been prospered. We, we love, we, the Bible says God gives us power to get well. I know it doesn't say it just exactly like that, but that's the way I'm saying it. God gives us power to get well. You know, we, we prayed for Brother Gary, and he's he got well now. We prayed for him for two, three or four years, and he got well. Now, he, now he's, he's taking on a new job. And let's pray for him. Pray that the Lord will see fit to give him a job that he'll be happy with and one that, that he'll, be, he'll, he'll want to go to every day. I know, I know I can't ask you, you want to go to your job every day. That's, that's a terrible thing to ask somebody. You want to go, I, I tell Becky sometimes, I said, she said, I got to go to work tomorrow. I said, you really looking forward to it, aren't you? No, I'm not looking forward to it. But I got to do it. Well, that's, that's the way we are sometimes. Haggai says, you have sown much, but you bring in little. That's, that's what happens when you consider, when you don't consider your own way. Lord is just not going to bless you. You have sown much and bring in little. You eat, but you have not enough. You drink, but you are not filled with drink. You clothe you, but there is none warm. And he that earneth wages, earneth wages to put into a bag with holes. How far, how far does your money go? How, how far does it go? Well, let me tell you, folks, if God's behind it, it'll go a long way. They say a dollar, a dollar's worth 61 cents. We'll be... Think not too long from now. A dollar will be worth 61 cents. But let me tell you, folks, the Lord can make a that 61 cents go a long way. He can He can keep you satisfied. You know, the problem we got is we're not satisfied with what we have. We want more. We want more. We're not satisfied with what we have. We want more. Rhonda was telling me the other day, we've, we've lived in our house over there for 45 years now, going on 46. And she was telling me the other day, she said, uh, you know, she said, I'm thankful for what the Lord has given us here. And I'm thankful for it too. It, it's a blessing. It, it, it's a blessing what the Lord gave to us. I saved for $26,000. She says twenty eight. That don't make no difference. We gave $26,000 for our house 45 years ago. 
And, you know, you can be happy with what you have. You can be happy with what you do because sometimes you have to dedicate it, some of it to the Lord. He'll bless it. In other words, we waste what the Lord has given us. That's what he talks about. We put it into bags with holes. It just, it don't last on it. It doesn't do what it would do if the Lord was blessing it. What a great blessing it is. We waste what the Lord has given us. There is something sadly wrong when we think that we have sown so much that there is very little reaping of that which we of that which is spiritual. Well, people tell me, said, at least I was in church today. I said, I'm glad. I said, where were you like? Well, at least I was in church today. Sound like Brother Wayne Massey. At least I was in church today. Let me ask you a question. Is it the sower or the, or the seed to be blamed? You know, somebody shoots somebody, they blame the gun. They don't blame the person that did the shooting. They, they wanted it. Ah, it's just stupid what's going on right now. I saw where a man sued a police officer because the police officer told him, said, that's stupid. Said he, said, he called me stupid, and Judge Judy said, he didn't call you stupid. He just said what you were doing was stupid. Well, let me tell you, folks, when we sow seed and it does nothing, is it the sower or the seed to be blamed? Or is it the lightning breath of God's disapproval? Maybe God don't disapprove the way our ways. Maybe God don't disapprove the way we do things. And that's the reason we've, we lose a lot of blessings, a lot of things that, that the Lord, we can't say, we say, well, uh, things will be better. You know, I... I always thought, I, I always thought, if I ever got, if I ever got to COVID, I'd never live through it, but I did. I know I'm, I suffer every day because of it, but, but I lived through it. I drank coffee with a fella. He says all the time, he says, I can't afford to get it. He says, I won't make it. But the Lord sometimes sees, of course, you do make it. A lot of people, a lot of people who had a lot of underlying conditions made it. There's a lady that uh, was Becky's friend. I think she's been 40-some days, been on a ventilator, hadn't you, Becky? I believe that's what it was, yeah. 40-some days she's been on a ventilator. And she's going to be all right. I couldn't imagine. Becky said they turn her every way. They turn her upside down. They turn her upright. I do remember them doing Sister Deborah like that. Turn her around and turn her upside down, turn her right. 
43 days, and she made it. You, you think God, you think God can't control things? We wonder sometimes why don't why don't He control our life? Why don't why is it that we have to worry about everything? Why do we have to worry ourselves sick when we realize that sometimes the way we live our lives is God disapproves of it? You ever think about that? I want to tell you, God chastised me almost 30 years ago, and I haven't gotten over it yet. He do it. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but he'll do it. God will chastise you because you do things you shouldn't do. Paul told the Galatian church, that sinning church, I call it, the Galatian church, be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. You know, we're going to, we're going to reap what we sow. For he that soweth to the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. What a great blessing. It's going to be worth it all someday. When you stand before God and, and, and God uh, uh, judges you as one of his children, as he would judge his children, he's not going to be happy with us, that happy with us. He, and I, I'm, I'm afraid there's a lot of people he's not going to say a job well done. But what a great blessing it is to know that in the end, there's wonderful things. There's wonderful things. We should know, or at least want to know, the work to be done. Let's see if I can get this. The Lord told his... The Lord told the people in Haggai's day, go up to the mountain and bring wood and build a house and I will take pleasure in it and I will be glorified, saith the Lord. The people said, it's not time yet, God, for us to go. It's not time for us to go yet. We'll go when we get ready to go, God. We'll go when the time gets ready. You know, a lot of people sit today and do the same thing. Said, we'll do it when the time's ready. When God's blessing you, the time's ready. When we, when we, when when we say, I don't care where we say it at, on Facebook or audibly or how we say it, but we always say, well, God's going to take care of me. Well, then, yeah, believe it. Believe what you're saying that God's going to take care of you. Don't don't live your life out here like God's not going to take care of you. Because he is going to take care of you. We got this pandemic going on. If God sees fit for you to have it and have a bad case of it, case of it, that's what'll happen. But if God, if God, uh, as Brother Neil says, if God builds that hedge around us, then we won't have it. Let me tell you, folks. Realize that whatever we do for the Lord, he's glorified in it. Let me end this message with this. The church of the Lord Jesus Christ is a spiritual temple. 
built with spiritual stones. It is a place where each of us has been called to work together with Christ. And let's do that. Let's work together with Christ. Let's work with him. I was sitting there just wondering. Yesterday I was watching that Georgia football game. They had almost 90,000 people there. Sitting there, I, I, I didn't see hardly any of them with masks on. I didn't see hardly any of them that was showed any sign that they should have been there. Well, how many of them get sick if get sick next week or so because they went to that ball game? You know, God, God, God can. A ball game is not that most not most important thing a person can do. Sometimes we make it like that. We've got people that was at that ball game not here at church today. I know that. You might think I don't know that, but I do. I know that. But yet sometimes the Lord is just gracious to every one of us. Sometimes he lets us do our way. And we don't realize that that's what he's doing. May God shut our eyes to the world and open our eyes to his need. You know, there's a lot of things that we need to be, we, we know there's things we need to be doing for the Lord, but we're not doing them. How many of you witnessed to somebody this week? Don't raise your hand. How many of you witnessed to somebody this week? How many of you took somebody aside and told them about the Lord? How many of you do it every day? What's your ways? What's your ways about that? Just doing it once a year? Tell you, you ought to be looking for people to witness to. Well, I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of people needed out there today. A lot of people need to be witnessed to. And I pray the Lord will see fit to lead you to do that. As Haggai says, consider your ways. Consider my ways. Consider your ways. You'll say, can a pastor get angry? Yeah, you know he can. I'm like old brother Clark. He, he was really going off on people. He said, I know some of you think I'm mad, but he said, I'm just acting like it. Think about it for a while. All right, let's be dismissed. Gracious.